social, impact, everywhere. Welcome back, my fellow social impactors, to another episode of the Social Impactors Podcast. And today we have another special guest. We have Randell Ajay, who is an incredible gentleman that I got to meet, got to meet a couple weeks ago in Toronto. But he's also an entrepreneur, a speaker, and a spoken word practitioner who uses his gifts to empower through edutainment. He's the founder of one of Toronto's largest youth-led initiatives, Reaching Intelligent Souls Everywhere, or RISE Edutainment. And in 2018, RISE received the Toronto Arts Foundation's Mayor's Youth Arts Award. So Rondell, I just want to start this podcast off, like I always do, by saying, you know, a big thank you for being with, you, with me today here. Uh, thanks for having me. This is a, a great podcast, and uh, I think it's important to be able to have these discussions. So thank you. Yeah, man. And I'm happy to jump into it because I saw you speak a couple weeks ago and, and uh, uh, at the Setsi Summit, for if anyone's wondering, and it was, you're incredible, man. <laughs> so I'm really excited to learn a little bit more about what you do. And, you know, you've won a lot of awards. You're doing some great things. So let's jump right into it. The first question really is just kind of more of an in-depth introduction of who you are, what you do, and why you believe you're a social impactor. Okay, beautiful. Um, so uh, me, I am a community leader. I am a vessel, I believe, a kind of like a bridge uh, for opportunities and youth and artists. Uh, I'm a speaker and I love sharing stories. Um, but what I do really is about supporting artists and giving artists a platform through the work that I do with Rise Edutainment. Um, and the whole idea is really about creating safe and inclusive spaces, you know? I think we grew up in a society where we're taught that being vulnerable is a sign of weakness. It means that you are less than if you're vulnerable or you put your stuff out. And I really wanna help change the narrative to help people realize that vulnerability is actually a sign of strength. When you can be so authentic with yourself uh, that it allows other people to be authentic with themselves or connect with you in that way, I think it's powerful. Um, and for me, the whole impetus behind it is using art as a form of art therapy and a form of self-expression. Mm, okay. So I, I definitely agree art is a great way to get that self-expression out. It's also a really therapeutic thing. So if you have, you know, some challenges you're going through life, arts is really, really a good way, uh, in my opinion, to help with that. But when you talk about being authentic, you talk about being authentic with yourself. Mm -hmm. That's that's difficult. <laughs> and, and you know, it, I, I try to be as authentic as possible too, but at times it can be hard. So what's your advice then for for showing up authentically, showing up as yourself, you know, every day? How, how do you do that when sometimes it can be really challenging to do so? Mm -hmm. That's actually a really good question. Um, I, think, I think really the main thing is about self-knowledge. I think that's where it starts. You know, in order to really be able to be authentic, you have to know who you are. And I think that's really the, the, where it starts. You know, it starts with getting to know yourself. It starts with uh, learning more about yourself. It starts with really sitting with who we are as people. Um, I like to kind of break it down into two different aspects. Like we have our social identity um, and then we have our self-identity. And essentially our social identity is really about um, how people view us, you know, and how people view us could be through multiple lenses. It could be through the form of, uh, you know, where we come from or our family background or our education. Uh, you know, our ethnicity, the color of our skin. And I think that is up to people. And that really is not a, any of our business, actually, how people view us. Um, but I think what really is important is our self-identity, how we identify ourselves. 
And I think it's important in a society where technology is great, it's advancing our society, but also at the same time, there's a study that was shown that the more time that people spend on their phone, the less time, the less their brains actually create the synapses that allow for self-reflection. And when we are not self-reflecting, when we are not taking time to get to know ourselves or to think about things that may have upset us or whatever that, that you know, may have you, I think it causes us to, to be less authentic because we don't know who we are. So I think it starts with knowing ourselves, but also making time to just sit with ourselves and feel out some of the things we're going through, you know, and, and sift through some of our challenges in life. So I think that's what authenticity really comes down to and just learning how to love ourselves for who we are. You know, we didn't choose the color of our skin. We didn't choose our parents. We didn't choose a lot of the things that made us who we are, but here we are. So you might as well make the most of it. Yeah. Wow. That's honestly, that's powerful, man. Especially, uh, yeah, it, it, it's funny. We, we say it so often and over and over and over, but it's always true. Sometimes the simplest explanations are true. That when you yeah. start with yourself, that, that's about all you can do, right? It's within our locus of control. And yes. you can only help people, you know, to the best of your ability if you yourself are loved. Absolutely. Yeah, that's powerful, man. So second question for you. With everything you're doing, you know, through entertainment and, and arts and, and really that this wave that you're leading, how are you then making a positive impact in your community? Hmm. I think with all that I'm doing, uh, how it's making a positive impact is really through, there's a lot of young people who are misunderstood and they are looking for opportunities to one, understand themselves and two, everybody wants to feel like they belong to something that's bigger than them. And so I think through Rise and the work that I do, I give young people the opportunity to, one, showcase their talent, uh, two, connect to a new community, three, feel like they're, they belong to something that's you know, bigger than themselves or something that they feel like they can belong to. But uh, even more than that, it's just really about giving people opportunity, you know, opportunities that never existed before. You know, I kind of thought about, what it meant to be a leader and what, I, what it meant to really live, I guess, live out my purpose at the end of the day. I had a teacher when I was in grade eight that, you know, she gave me a pen, she gave me a paper, and she helped me tell my story at a time where I was really troubled and angry. And uh, I think that's essentially what I'm doing for a lot of other young people, you know, giving them the tools to write their own story, to learn about themselves and really, um, I guess, kind of shift shift their perspective on who, who they are and how they see themselves. Mm, it was that catalyzer. You had that moment that, that really set that precedent for you. Exactly. Precisely. Huh. Yeah. And, and it's, it's interesting, you know, how often people can, can pinpoint that one catalyst that happens in their life that changes everything. And, and it just goes to show that when you, when you allow yourself to be open in those situations, to be that catalyst for some people, uh, it can mean, you know, night or, night or day. It can mean such a difference in someone's life just by being open and ready and, and kind of receptive to those situations. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, I had it a bit when I was younger too. There was, you know, there's, there's moments I can pick out where it, it kind of changed the direction of my life and it was really just people, people intervening and doing the right things. Absolutely. That's awesome, man. So because this, this podcast is, you know, about social impact and building a social impact everywhere, 
Mm-hmm. The question I have now is, do you believe this idea of social impact mm-hmm. is an important part of business? Mm. I think social impact is a very huge part about business because business always depending, I guess most businesses really, um, really into engage with people, you know, in some way, shape or form, it has to do with people. And I think if you're going to be interacting with people, I think it's how do you not only sell them a product or a service, but how can you help shift their lives? Like how can the product or the service essentially help them in one way, shape or form? So I don't, I don't really believe in businesses that don't support people or help people in one way, shape or form. I think business is really about how how do you create something that one makes i guess like you know i'm a poet so i gotta say it but it makes change in terms of the world but it also makes change in terms of money makes some sort of profit you know how do how, how do people profit while you profit at the same time too you know so i think it's in uh it's super important that there's a social impact attached to business um in a way that is meaningful that's authentic to the people. Um, and there's this, there's this notion that I believe in uh, called design thinking. And uh, businesses are really about creating solutions or should be about creating solutions. And a lot of businesses you know, that have been created often think about solutions that they think is best for people. I'm sure they do their research, but I'm not, sh- I'm not sure if all businesses is rooted in human-centered approach to solutions. And uh, design thinking is about you know, understanding the stakeholders that are involved in the problem, learning to love the problem, and really looking at the problem from different angles, uh, from a human-centered approach before we actually create a solution for the people we're trying to serve. So I, I think it's huge that there's a social impact attached to it. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's always, it, human-centered design is something that I do a lot in, in my roles, my various roles too, because you always have to put the human being at the center of your product. And if yeah. you do, it will be a better product. But um, I remember this article that I was reading, and I think I've talked about it four times on this podcast. So for people listening, I'm sorry if you've heard this already. But um, Unilever did this study, and it was traditional uh, business versus non-traditional business, so sustainable businesses, things that had a practice of social um, enterprise, things like that. Mm-hmm. And what they found when they did the census is across the board, Sustainable businesses were 40% more profitable than traditional business. Yeah. So not only are they better, not only do they have, you know, a social mandate or a social purpose or a purpose of some sort for people, they actually make more money in the end too. Interesting. Yeah. So it it goes to show that when you actually care and when you do something with humans at the center of it, it will always be better. That old school thought of, you know, profit above all is wrong. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. I think the other side of it too um, is is like people people trust you more, and if people trust your business mm-hmm. because they feel like you're you're really helping them, then why not? Why wouldn't they come back, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, final question for you. We're getting towards the end of the podcast, but uh, I, I love this question because it's more about uh, what you have as advice for people, and the question is this advice. What is it for other people to begin making their own impact in their communities? Hmm. Can you, can you repeat? I just want to make sure I got it. Can you repeat it one more time? Yeah. So the question is, what is your advice for other people to begin making their own impact? Hmm. I guess my, my advice for other people 
you know, beginning to make their own impact. Um, it's really, for me, I guess it really has to do with this whole notion of uh, what our life means while we're here. I often speak about um, legacy and I speak about the importance of, um, you know, being rooted and being connected uh, to something that is bigger than ourselves. Um, and so I'm very big on leaving a mark behind because it's really not about the day that we are born, nor is it about the day that we leave, but it's really about the dash in between. And for anybody listening, I, I would really pose the question of, you know, when you are no longer here, how will people remember you? How will people celebrate you? How will people remember the smiles you put on their faces? You know, the opportunities you created for them just because you were here, just because you lived, just because you had the opportunity out of 7 billion people that are here, you know, how did you make an impact on someone um, other than yourself? And, you know, just thinking about the 7 billion people that live here on this earth, you know, we happen to be one of them. And, you know, Avery, as you and I speak, there's somebody that's left us and is no, no, no longer here. But in the same breath, there's a baby that was just born somewhere else in the world. And so, like, life is very precious. And what we do with it is very precious and it's very sacred. And I would just, you know, ask that you take a moment to really think about your life and, you know, the gifts that you've been given, the, the place that you are right now. And think about how you can really support people, how you can really just make the world better. You know, how do you leave your mark and not your stain? Mm, I like that. How do you leave your mark and not your stain? Mm -hmm. That's powerful. So, Randell, I just want to end this podcast with saying, you know, again, thank you for being here with me today, but also bringing perspective I don't think has been brought on the podcast before. And that's from that arts lens and from, you know, from poetic lens of, of how to live a good life, right? That mark you want to leave on the world. So uh, again, I just want to say thanks for being with me uh, here today. Thank you for having me. I think this is a very important, important conversation. And this podcast here, um, you know, it's, it's incredible. So thank you for, for thinking of me as well.